0: What's up, everybody? and Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're going to talk about players who have had a bit of injury history. You know, I was going to talk about just one of these players today, but then I realized there are a bunch of players who've had this, who need to have a good year this year. I mean, some of them are kind of like, you know, on the teeter of like, can this guy stick around? Can he stay healthy? Can he not? When they're healthy, they're, a huge asset to their teams. When they're not, you know, it's just frustration all around. So let's just talk about guys who need to have a healthy 2021. And let's just imagine what they could do if they actually played 162 games. We'll start with Giancarlo Stanton. So John Carlos Stanton was the guy I was initially just going to cover today. Well, he's a DH outfielder for the Yankees. The reason I was going to cover him was because the Yankees did say that they're going to keep him fresh in anticipation that he could play some outfield later. He hasn't played outfield since late in the 2019 season. He didn't play any last year at all in the playoffs, even though you know he could have. But he's going to be primarily DHing, and then they hope to slowly get him back out there in the outfield at some point this season. But to begin the season, he's going to be just DHing. I can understand the hesitance there because obviously this is someone with. An injury history that's just that's just so extensive, you don't want to risk anything. But I mean, we could have picked a bunch of Yankees, not just Stanton. We could have picked Judge, Hicks, Gary Sanchez, Corey Kluber, James and Tyon, all these guys who we want to see healthy this year. But Stanton's the 2017 NL MVP. He played 158 games that season. Um I'm sorry, his first season in the Bronx, 158 games 2018. But since that First season in the Bronx, he's only played 41 games. And despite that, he actually has recorded the highest exit velo in each year since then, even though he's barely played. He barely played last year, barely played the year before, but he still recorded the highest exit velo in baseball. I mean, his postseason last year was really good. Six homers, 13 RBIs, and seven games. He reminded the baseball world that when he's healthy, he can do things with the bat that nobody else can. And this would be a good time for the Yankees fans to get the full Stanton experience. The Stanton that they signed out of Miami and that just requires some health. Next player on this list is Fernando Tatis Jr. You know, a top a top player in the game. Top five players. Some people say a top three player in this game. I mean, some people would say it's silly to include someone who just turned 22. I mean, he's younger than most rookies, but I mean, injuries have held Tatis to to limited time I mean 84 games as a rookie and before the pandemic limited his opportunities in 2020 you know that was where we were like why does a 20-year-old have back problems that is definitely going to be a bit of a concern because he missed time his rookie year because of a bad back yet those two seasons combined you know pandemic shortened season 2020 and The few games he played in 2019, not few, like a little over half a season he played in 2019, gave us an idea of what a full season Tatis would look like. I mean, this dude has played 143 career games and he's put up seven baseball reference war. He has a 154 OPS plus, 39 homers, 98 ribbies. That's still less than a full 162. So we'll sign up for that for sure. Next guy on this list, I've talked about him a lot. Byron Buxton for the Twins. So, going back to his debut in June 2015, he's played in only 53% of the Twins games. I mean, some of that time was spent in the minors because he struggled offensively, but he has made numerous trips to the injured list. I mean, he's a tremendous defender and base runner. That's made him a five war star, but, you know, he, he needs to stay on the field. His bat has made tremendous strides, a 117 OPS plus across 2019 and 2020. And he's 27 years old, so he's Trying to put it all together if his health can cooperate. If his health cooperates this year, you know you can also expect to see the Twins give him a nice contract extension. But the injury history is is pretty concerning. Shohei Ohtani is next on this. I mean, we all know. I mean, everyone wants this to be the year that Ohtani shows what he can do as a two-way star in the majors, like his first full year. You know, he's a, he's a fully established big leaguer, healthy on both sides of the ball. Everyone wants to see that. You know. We, we saw that over the first two months of the 2018 season, his first season, the bigs, where he posted a 3-1-0 ERA and hit 289 with six homers and 129 play appearances. But injuries have mostly kept him off the mound ever since, while also cutting into his production at the plate. But so far this spring, he looks spectacular, and we'd like to see that for the next six months this season. Joey Gallo for the Rangers. So... We mentioned Stanton as someone, you know, with the power that's just, you know, leading with exit and stuff like that. Joey Gallo's pretty close. He, I mean, he's not Stanton level, but his power is as close as anyone is to Stanton. I mean, so he was following back-to-back 40 homer campaigns and he seemed emerging as actually a legitimate MVP candidate in 2019. Only to have oblique and wrist injuries interfere by June. And then last season was rough. He, I mean... He's still only 27 and he's crushing the ball again this spring, but that MVP caliber season might still be in there along with a lot of long balls. AJ Pollock. So, I mean, this dude has off been off. He's been off injured throughout his career. Sorry, that was a bit of a a, a weird thing to say for me. But he's still on this list. He was good last year. He actually you know, rounded back into form last year. He slugged 566 in 55 games for the Dodgers, but he's only played a full 162 one time. And the time he did so, he notched 6.9 war for the 2015 D-backs, but he averaged just half a season in the following four years after that. But his short season production last year suggests that another all-star campaign is still possible for the Dodgers left fielder. And the thing with AJ Pollock, it's always like something weird. It's not even like those small injuries. It's always some like freak, like broken forearm or like dislocated, yeah, dislocated joint. It's some weird thing with him. It's never like, oh, you know, he, he strained a hamstring or, you know, he's feeling general soreness. It's always like some legitimate like break, some bone break. It's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Last but not least on this list is Mitch Hanniger. Right fielder with the Mariners. We know what he can do when he's healthy. In 2018, he played 157 games for Seattle, made the All-Star team, finished 11th in AL MVP voting. He cracked the six WAR mark, but unfortunately, injury woes have marred his time, his career since then, and some particularly nasty setbacks. But he does—he does feel like he—I mean, so by the way, he hasn't played since June 6, 2019. He missed all of last year, but uh. He does feel like he's found the answer to his physical problems. He had a bit of a unique off season, you know, coming into this year. He said he never felt this good, but um, he said he trained. He, he tailored his training plan to combat the root cause of his injuries. Um, not exactly sure what those things are, but you know he had some specialized rehab, um, and he has a trainer working on. Working on him with all those things. He talks about improving core strength and whatnot. But, I mean, yeah, he's, he's he's recovering from some pretty rough injuries. And the Mariners hope to get him back fully healthy. If you want to see some stuff, you can check his Instagram page. He has some videos of him doing some very interesting kind of workouts. Wrestling with, with sandbags or whatever. Like, something for core strength activation. 300-pound sandbag gator wrestle Um, yeah, some interesting stuff over there, but it looks like a lot of core work and whatever, whatever it takes to get him healthy, because he's an offensive threat. He's an offensive threat for the Mariners, but they need him out there. So that's going to do it, folks. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.